Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the station bringing you every Broncos game. Touchdown, Denver! This is Broncos Country Tonight. Presented by Betfred Sports. Never miss a bet with Betfred Sports. On KOA. Celebrating Benjamin Albright's birthday with the Smiths, Depeche Mode, The Cure. It fits. It kind of does. I mean, there's there's an evolution there. What what did you say? You're in the the next evolution of your emo. I guess what was I? The emo phase 2.0 or something like that. I can't remember what I. uh, Something close to that. I, I can't remember. Uh, welcome back to the program, Broncos Country Tonight. Ryan Edwards, Benjamin Albright, 303-713-8585. If you want to hit us up on the phones, 56690 or KOA and text line. Stream the station on the completely free and totally awesome iHeartRadio app. And while you're streaming us, you can leave us messages on the talk back. We'd love to hear from you. You had a legendary one earlier. We did. It would be tough to top that, but I bet you guys can. That went, uh, that went talk back Hall of Fame. It's pretty good. Right to the top. May have to hear that again later. Just kind of, just maybe. Got the uh, NFL six-pack coming up here in about 30 minutes. Stick around for that. Your chance to react to the Broncos' loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you optimistic in the way that they competed and fought in that game, or is it still more the disappointment because they lost 14 straight now to the Kansas City Chiefs? Pat Mahomes now 10-0 all-time against the Broncos, and he's had a lot of dominance in the AFC West, so it's not just the Broncos, but he's... In fact, I think I saw somewhere that he hadn't lost a road game to a division rival in like December or November or something like that. I Makes mean, he's he, it's, it's he's special. And what can you say? And, and and they have. I was talking about it with Dave and Al earlier on the KOA Sports Zoo. They have. It's an organizational design, right? Like we talk about the Baltimore Ravens and their defense, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers and their defense, mm-hmm. the Chiefs and the offense with Andy Reid there. There's just like like guys like Isaiah Pacheco. That's not by accident. They choose those guys to fit a role in their offense. Just like when they draft a McCole Hardman, when they draft or when they add Juju Smith-Schuster. They got a plan for that guy. We're looking for smart speed receivers. We have a Hall of Fame tight end, and that helps. I haven't had to look at that. Definitely helps. We're smart, fast receivers. We're looking for running backs with... Usually a little bit of size, although Andy Reid's kind of relaxed on that over the recent mm-hmm. years. Used to be you had to be 225, 230 to play for him. Which Clyde edwards is in that category. You know, the Corral Buckholt or Deuce Staley, Niles Davis, you know, I mean, they just, right. you know, they was all the same same body archetype. Pacheco was about 210, 215. Yeah, he's a little lighter than the usual mold for, for an Andy Reid back. But, you know, you want somebody with a little speed and some strength at, at the running back position. And, uh, you know, and then they're going to they're gonna make a big investment in the offensive line. That's That's where Andy Reid comes from believe it or not. So, um, you know, I think that... But there's an archetype. 
Like they, yeah, they, they, have, they, they plug and play. I mean, it's like, uh, I think Al and you guys were talking about it earlier at the end of the show. When yeah. Talking about the Steelers. You know what you're going to get mm-hmm. on the Steelers defense. I can tell you what they're going to look. Yeah, same thing with, with, the, with the Andy Reid offense. I can tell you what you're going to get all the way across the board. Right. So, and we talk about that even with the Patriots, you know, playing a Monday Night Football. Like mm-hmm. there, there's, there's a style of player that Bill Belichick likes. So the, the Broncos eventually want to become one of those teams, right? Where they they have a design. It's a it's a bit of a culture, but it's a bit of a like I said, an archetype mm-hmm. of, of the kind of player that you're going to build around. And the the Broncos are are a ways away from that. But I, I I don't think that they're so far away from it that it's it's kind of impossible to see. I think it's just more a matter of of what are you trying to be, right? The identity. You know, that was the argument I got in with with Alfred earlier about why to keep playing Russell Wilson. Now, of course, we see the Kyler Murray injury tonight, and that that maybe gives a little bit of pause for some people out there. I think you play Russ, but I, I think you play Russ because I think you don't even know you don't know who you are. You yeah. don't know what your identity is yet. And I think that's the thing. I think that Broncos need to get. I mean, your identity has been your defense, but your offense needs to develop its own identity, and you got to do it quick. Because I'm going to tell you this: you're, you're last in the division right now. Right, and even if you get this thing back on track, dude, when the Chargers get a competent offensive coordinator to go with Justin Herbert, oh no, that you could have three redonkulous offenses in this division. Mm-hmm. Now the Raiders aren't playing much defense, and the Chargers' defense is much better. They look better when they're playing crap quarterbacks like Tua Trashavailoa. Come on now, what they was he thirty percent passing? It was what's, a, what's his last two games? They figured him out, man. It was a rough night. Yeah, you say things like that. You said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. They did who, figure who him might, out. They changed the offense. Who might be the league MVP? They did figure him out. They changed the offense. Yeah, just, just I'm just saying slow down a little bit on your victory laps as, first of all, they're an eight-win team, and part of that is because of Tua Tungavailoa. What have they done the last two games? Oh, my goodness. What have they done the last two games? Yeah, and then watch them bounce back this week, and then it's all the, of a sudden you look like a clown. Who, who called the Giants frauds? You call a lot of teams frauds. I call the Dolphins and Giants frauds. Inevitably hot take. I call the take, Vikings frauds too. Inevitably hot take guy. You throw enough things against the wall and you're eventually going to stick one. How many of those teams won? Won what? How many of those teams won yesterday? I mean, the Giants lost, but they're, I don't know. They're, I don't think they're frauds. I think they're just, they're not as good as the rest of the teams. They're not they're as good as, as their good record. As the Eagles. That's, that's fraudulent. That's what I mean. Like they, they, the perception of who they are is greater than what they actually are. Okay. All right. Well, well, congratulations on maybe temporarily getting one or two of those things right. It doesn't mean that it, it will last that long. And once okay. again, as we've said multiple times, the narrative changes almost immediately on a dime any given week. If the Giants go out, I think they got, what, the the Washington Commanders this week? If they go out and win that game, all of a sudden it shifts. Everything shifts. Well, I mean, I guess it could shift if you're one of those prisoner of the moment kind of people. <laughs> but if you if you if you actually watch, if you get down there and you watch the tape, you can see that two has been figured out, man. Go they figured him out. You go prisoner of the moment. That's so good. <laughs> you're the perfect. You're the worst. Oh man, that drives me crazy because you're the worst person about that. You're the worst when it comes to prisoner of the moment. I don't know what you're like, talking about. Like, oh yeah, two will talk about Loa. One bad game. It wasn't one bad game. It's two back-to-back horrific games. Shouldn't have put those guys in prime time. I told you. Yeah, hey, can you imagine pulling pulling Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes out of prime time for that? Uh, what, do you, what do you go, like four of 19 passing or something? It wasn't that bad. It was close to that bad. It was, it was not good. Five of 30 passing, whatever it was. And if he wouldn't have had the, the deep touchdown to Tyreek Hill, yeah. it would really It would have really looked bad. Yeah. And then that one, the defender inf- fell it down. In, and, yeah, it was inflated by a defender. 10 of 28. But he was 35% passing. Yeah, I'm He made aware. Reggie Ball look like Drew Brees. Congrats if you get that reference. <laughs> yeah, you know I do. <laughs> my, my dude made... <laughs> My dude made Tim Tebow look like Sam Bradford. 
Anyways, back to our conversation here about the Broncos and, and, and the archetype that they're looking for. I think, as you said, once you know what you're trying to be on the offensive side of the ball, you're going to figure that out. But right now, what they're going to be looking at in the offseason is just to fix the offensive line. That That is like priority one. It's priority two. You got to get more running back depth, talented running back depth. I think that uh, you're going to be maybe looking to add a little bit to the wide receiver room, but I think otherwise you're feeling pretty good. Maybe add another tight end. I think you have to add a tight end to this this group. Yeah, Greg Dulcich can't do it all himself. I mean, he, he yep. looks like uh, he, he looks like you hit on that one, but you, you're going to have to you're going to have to find somebody to back him up uh, that's, that's consistent, reliable. Tomlinson uh, didn't he have a big time drop? Yes. In that game yesterday. Well, Tomlinson isn't supposed to be that guy. Right. Saubert has, uh, has made some some fun catches, but he's also had some clutch drops as well. Um, they, they just, they've got to get they've got to get a second tight end in there. Uh, and then they need somebody to take the top off. They need a wide receiver that, can, that scares you. They need a wide receiver with speed that scares the defense, and they don't have that. They, they don't have that right now. KJ's on the IR, and Jalen Virgil they just don't use. He had one, what, one catch for six yards yesterday? Just... Just dragging that receiving average down. On the KOA Central text line 56690, uh, Ben's birthday deserves some modern English and red velvet cake from Keith in Orlando. That's good. <laughs> Hello, Keith. Uh, this one, how could you not be optimistic? The only reason you would not be optimistic is haters just want to hate. Well, the, the, the one that I'll give people is, again, the Broncos – with all of their off-season work, and you got a lot of injuries in this game, but with all their off-season work, including adding Russell Wilson, you still lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and the whole goal of this of everything was to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. But I think that uh, an acknowledgement has to be made of, first of all, the Kansas City Chiefs were out there with predominantly their, their main stays on offense. And you take Travis Kelsey out of that offense, maybe we're having a different conversation. But, you know, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, K.J. Hamler, not to mention the entire offensive line, which is very clearly not up to par to take on Chris Jones in that defensive front. And the Chiefs are not scaring a lot of people on defense, mm-hmm. but they've got a couple of playmakers. So there's no denying that. So, so yes, I, I think that you'd, you'd be optimistic in the sense that they battled, that you saw some things out of rust, but you could also be frustrated by the fact that you, you just lost another one. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's it's... It's not that you can't be optimistic or that you're hating or any of that kind of stuff. It's finding things to believe in moving forward. That's, I think that's a perfect way to say it. You know, I, I think that's what it is. I, I think you have to you have to figure out what are we... And this, it goes with another text that we have up here because from the 360 said, what do you want them to build an identity in the last few games just to fire the coach or rebuild a new identity? No, it's not about the identity of what they are as a whole. It's about finding pieces that you believe in. Do you believe in Jerry Judy going forward? Do you believe in Russell Wilson? Do you believe in players on this line? Do you believe in Greg Dulcich? Do you believe in Jalen Vertle or Brandon Johnson? Finding guys and seeing what they're able to do and developing an edge and a confidence that you're able to connect with those players and that those players are going to be where they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing and executing. As far as, you know, this, uh, as far as this head coach, I mean, I think we're all pretty sure he's going to be done at the end of the year. George Payton's going to be back. I was, in fact, I was told at that game yesterday, prior to kickoff, uh, speaking with a well-connected team source, that George, not only is George Payton 100% safe, the people that have been speculating on that, the fan base and the, in the uh, and media people who have been speculating that are absolutely hilariously wrong. Like, could not be more off. So take that for how you will. As far as the, the head coach situation goes, though, like your identity doesn't have to be rooted in what your head coach's philosophy is. Are you a finesse team? That gets a bum rap, but that's what Peyton Manning was. It's a finesse offense. 
Are you a smash mouth football team? I don't think this team is, but you got to have some kind of edge or an attitude to you. You got to, you got to find a way to, that you're going to impose to opposing teams. And how are you going to do that? You know, how, how are you? What, what can the Broncos hang their hat on right now? Tell me right now, five, six, six, nine, zero is a text line. Tell me the Broncos can do this anytime and, and, and get their way. They could do this particular thing whenever they want and convert. What is that thing? Because if they don't have that thing, they need to find that thing, and that's what I'm getting at. 303-713-8585. Profit is up next year on Broncos Country tonight. What's up, Profit? I'll tell you what I believe in. I believe in denying the Seahawks a top five pick. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. That Love needs to be it. the that's motivating. That, that's got to be the motivating cry in the locker. You got to you got to look him in the eyes. And Russell Wilson be like, I can't let them. Russell Wilson has to say that. I can't let them have easy access to my legacy replacement. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to I want to give a shout out to those members of Bronco Country who honored the seventh commandment and did not leave the game early as lots of people did when we were down 27 nothing, But for those who stuck around, man, that crowd was electric. We rocked mile high. We brought a little magic back and almost, almost got there. You think, had, had it not been for Russell going down. See, I was going to ask you, you think if Russell stays in, they, they might have a chance to win that game? Absolutely. We had all the momentum in the world, man. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I agree with you on the crowd, their profit. I thought that the crowd was into it. Appreciate the call, my friend, as always. The crowd was into it. It was a, it was a, a good, good home showing. And I, and I love that the Broncos fought back into that game to keep the crowd, in, in part with the crowd in it. And, and that is something that the Broncos over the last several years have not really been a great home team. And if you want to keep your fan base in it, we said this in the offseason, you want to keep your fan base in it, be good at home. Bro, you have a built-in advantage. Yes. At altitude here. Why are, why are we using that? I run a little more up-tempo at times. And I get it when you got an offense that's not converting as much as they are and putting the defense back out there, it gets them gassed. Mm-hmm. Backfire on you. But it feels like that's that's something they should they should cater to going forward. And by the way, the 307, the Dolphins, Giants, and Vikings are most definitely frauds. You're right. See? Looks like your, t- your phone number. That, up with a 307 area code? I'm just saying. Uh, a couple more texts here before we get to our NFL six-pack. Albert O might become relevant with the new offensive coordinator and coach. Yeah, I mean, he's still under contract, and they didn't trade him. And I, it's, it's tough to know, right? Uh, but at this point, I would say he's probably on the roster next year. But it's tough to know what they do this offseason. His coaching staff is back. He won't be. The, yeah, very clearly. Very clearly. Right. And that that's that's what I think the point of the text is. If it's a new coaching staff... He has maybe he's got the whole talent in the world. He's got to put it together. Part of that's on Albert O. It's not just on this coaching staff or not, you know, for him getting in the doghouse. I mean, he got in the doghouse. He had some big drops early in the year. He had opportunities and he didn't take advantage of them. One more text. ACL and hamstring injuries can often be attributed to a relatively weak hamstring to quad strength. It's called an H to Q ratio. Hamstring to quadricep. Definitely something to look into is one of the many possible reasons for ACL and hamstring injuries. Stretching isn't enough. I'm a strength and conditioning coach for the past 35 years. I'm happy to discuss more. Actually, we are going to have our good friend Mario Vitanzi on the show on Thursday. I already confirmed that with him. He's going to be joining us in studio. He so, some, yeah, he had some breaking news on Twitter earlier today that it was my birthday. Just broke that story. I saw that. I, I sort of felt like he should have gone with sources purse, first. Purse horses. Purse horses. But uh, yeah, Mario, Mario was shooting from the hip on that one. 
It also helps that you go to your Twitter account and there's balloons that that float up, up or whatever. Yeah. If you if you were stupid enough to input your birthday in the first place, like I did, you did. Well, I and now I, I can't. As well. Now I can't change anything, or Elon Musk will will take away the check mark. No, then you have to pay for it. Yeah, and I'm not paying for it. That's just not happening. <laughs> I love the fact people are YouTube poor to afford eight dollars. No, it's the principle, dude. Like I'm not paying for something that means nothing. Yes, I'm. I'm I understand. Give me something of value, and I will. I'll pay for it. That a blue check mark isn't something I ever asked for to begin with. It's fair, absolutely fair. All right, 303-713-8585 is our phone number, 56690 is our k Text line. More opportunity for you guys to react uh, to the Broncos' loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. They will have another shot to play the Chiefs. Of course, that's going to be at Arrowhead. I don't know. I'm I, if, if Russ is back for that game and Jerry's maybe playing with, with some revitalized confidence, I think Greg Dulcich, by the way, who made a couple of nice plays, that uh, the batted pass to himself, that was some great concentration. Yeah, I get more and more impressed with the guy. Every time I watch him play. Which drives you crazy. It does because it's Ryan's dude, so I naturally cannot root for him. But, you know, I'm not saying. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just saying. Just say it. I mean, it's fine. It's your birthday. I. You know, I. it sucks because you want to root for a guy, but then, you know, Ryan Edwards has already planted his flag on this. So, like, I have to. I have to just just look at him and be like, I hope he trips and falls and doesn't catch this, but another receiver <laughs> comes along and does catch it. Like he dips it up in the air and somebody else yeah, comes tips and it, runs and it. Then Jalen Virgil runs underneath it and just, you know, yeah. yeah. That that you're you're gonna you're gonna grow a lot of gray hairs. Well, even more gray hairs mm. rooting for those kinds of things. I'd rather gray hairs than no hairs. Well always. <laughs> so great. All right. <laughs> With that, again, happy birthday, Ben. We'll come back. We got our NFL six pack. We'll take a tour around the NFL. The Cowboys have a new wide receiver, not Odell Beckham. We'll get the latest on why nots Broncos country tonight. Ryan Edwards, Benjamin Albright, the NFL Six Pack is next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. From the station bringing you every Broncos game. Touchdown, Denver! This is Broncos Country Tonight, presented by Betfred Sports. Never miss a bet with Betfred Sports on KOA. Hello, my friends. Another disappointing loss for the Broncos. I have my bottle of vodka right next to me, and I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Comrade Edwards and Mrs. Comrade Edwards. You guys were great hosts this weekend. I was able to catch a Broncos game live for the first time thanks to you. And as the great Cubed Ice once said, if Comrade is the lick, Westside is the click. And he hits the post. This guy. So good. 
That was a talk back earlier that is quickly becoming one of the best we ever had. Cubed ice. Whew. Was it a good day, Ben, your birthday? It was a good day. I'm just remembering back to the game yesterday and some references you made find that make sense. You know, like uh, in the fourth quarter when you really said uh, uh, that you really wish the Broncos would just put the hammer and sickle down on the uh, on the Chiefs. I thought that was I thought that was a little weird at the time, but now it sort of makes sense. Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah. I, I just you know. I was talking about shopping at Prada, and you kept saying something about Pravda. (laughs) Well, if you missed any parts of the show, even the ones that didn't exist, apparently, find it at broncoscountrytonight.com. Better yet, subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode of the show. Want to remind you guys, Monday Night Football or otherwise, take your weekly shot to win a $200 Circle K gift card playing in the KOA Online Pro Pick'em Challenge all football season. Presented by Circle K, grab everything you need for the game, including full-strength beer at Circle K. Enter at KOAColorado.com. Fun show tonight. Tomorrow night, Steve Atwater will be on with us. He'll be in studio, get his thoughts on what he saw in the Broncos we'll loss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I should never we will see. say specifically. He says he will be. If he decides to. Yeah. I talked to him last yesterday at the game. I did too. Yeah. Down there on the field. Nice. Oh, you were down on the field. Yeah. Oh, a nice little flex there. Oh, me? I could never. <laughs> How many times did you make it down on the field, by the way? I don't know. What do you mean make it down? I mean, I went down there like four or like five four, times before the yeah, game started. Yeah, four or five times? Before the game Just started. Just doing laps? Ta- um, taking selfies? I have, a, I have a pregame ritual. Like, after I do my hit with the... Alan Jojo, like my first stop is I, I walk the field, do a lap, uh-huh. and then I go up to the press box. Okay. Um, and then I went back down there a couple different times, escorting, you know, guests and things like that. Taking selfies with people? Uh, some people asked for selfies, yes. That was a little, <laughs> little odd. Um, I do I do have people ask for pictures sometimes. Some guy asked me to autograph his jacket. That was weird. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was like, this jacket is now worth less with my signature on it. I mean, it's still kind of cool, though. I don't know if it was cool. It was weird. Like, why do you want my autograph? Yeah. I'm just some guy. I don't know. I mean, you're international celebrity, Benjamin Albright. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Would I ask for my own autograph? Would I sign it? It's a fantastic question. Something to ponder on another day. Right now, though, let's get to our NFL six-pack. It's time for the NFL six-pack. I'm going to drink a lot of beer tonight. Insight and inside information you can't find anywhere else. Now, six. The top six NFL headlines. One. Well, we're going to start with some unfortunate news for the Arizona Cardinals. According to Mike Jarecki, who covers the Cardinals down there in Arizona, He's hearing initial result, results are a torn ACL for Kyler Murray, which would put him not only out for this year, but uh, could impact the Arizona Cardinals next year. So first of all, your thoughts, reaction to that. And then the second part, Liv Kingsbury was one of the coaches that we considered on the hot seat here. Does this maybe buy him a bit of a reprieve? I don't know if it buys him anything. It, it really depends on the work he does with Colt McCoy going forward for the rest of the season. Uh, it looked like a torn ACL when he went down. I mean, you could you could kind of see the way he went down if you've ever seen one before. It, it, that's what it looked like, and the reports were that he was sobbing on the way to the locker room. Um, you know, I, I Mike Jarecki's a, a very respected reporter down there, so if he says it, you can probably take it to the bank and uh, yeah, I mean it's a shame for the shame for the Cardinals. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back from this. It'll be interesting to see if when and when he comes back, if 
Cliff Kingsbury is still the coach or if he's having to learn a whole new offense. It, it's significant in a multitude of ways, but for a guy that has the mobility that Kyler has and in what he does as a quarterback, you just sort of think it's not one of those deals where, you know, remember the, the, when we used to, we saw Philip Rivers play a game on a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not moving around out there. He's just sitting back in the pocket right. dissecting you. Kyler's not that guy. No, he's got to move around. Yeah. I mean, he's shorter than Russell Wilson. He makes Russell Wilson look like Peyton Manning. Um, you know, when it's, when it's, I, I think the bigger question. Why do I laugh at the that? Big, <laughs> the bigger question for me is uh, if they get rid of Click Kingsbury, what are they bringing in? Because Kyler needs a very, very specific kind of offense to be right. su- uh, successful in the NFL. Are you, are you backing a Brinks truck up and trying to get Lincoln Riley out of USC? I think that's exactly what they would do. I mean, I think that's what you have. Like, who else are you going to get? Yeah. No, I think that's exactly what they do. But, yeah, at this point, though, uh, certainly for the Broncos next week, when they're playing the Arizona Cardinals, it's starting to look more and more like Colt McCoy is going to be the starting quarterback. All right, next story. Two. All right, Todd Bowles said that the Buccaneers did not consider pulling Tom Brady yesterday against the 49ers in a blowout loss. Tom Brady's had a rough year. Do you think he continues next year? Uh, I keep getting the same conversation. Some of the agents I talk to, uh, this is not me trying to break something, okay? So let me preface that. This is just conversations that happen with guys that are very, very plugged in. I'll tell you, nobody's more plugged in in the NFL the agents because they got to know where to move their clients around, right? Yep. And every agent I talk to is just darn convinced that Tom Brady's going to come back for another year and it'll either be with San Francisco or with the Raiders if the Raiders move on from Carr. Right. And that, that and they just keep talking about it over that he's gonna reunite for Josh for one, you know, one more hurrah, that kind yeah. of thing, or or go to Kyle Shanahan so that he can bridge the gap to Trey Lance. But done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So either way, either way, done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where uh you just, you know, if you're the um if you're a Tom Brady fan, I, I think you got another year coming. It, this year really it just fell apart with um with Bruce Arians not not having his thumb on the scale. Bruce Arians needed to have his thumb on the scale. Byron Leftwich, man, him backing out of that Jacksonville gig, I don't know. He may not get another shot at the head wondered. coaching thing because a lot of people are I starting wondered. to realize that it's Bruce Arians and yep. it's Tom Brady that were making everything go on yeah, there. Yeah, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And, and maybe he has the skill set to be a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator by himself, he's leaving something to be desired. Yeah, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And this, this seems like one of those examples. I don't know, man. I, I guess... You think Tom Brady with Kyle Shanahan, Kyle would be able to get some stuff out of him. But that's also an acknowledgement there for the 49ers. Hey, man, you trade all those picks for Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo, probably, I mean, I guess he could come back in theory. That's an option. Brock Purdy looks all right. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm trying to decide which of those options is the better one. I'd probably take the 49ers. Ready built defense yeah. already, and you know, and you think you look at all the speed that they've got on offense. You, you feel like that could be it. The only thing about that is he'd be learning a wildly different offense than anything he's ever played in, verbiage included. That would be interesting, no doubt. All right, next story. Three. Well, we'll stay the quarterback here. Mike White got hurt for the New York Jets. The director but, and writer of White Lotus. <laughs> oh, but, the quarterback of the Jets. Great show. Yeah, great. great the great man show. who penned School of Rock? Robert Sala wouldn't commit to whether it's going to be Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson, who, by the way, was a healthy scratch this week. What What do you think they'll do there with the New York Jets? I think you're still trying to teach Zach a lesson. Uh, I think it depends. I think if they think Flacco can get him a win, 
I think I'll roll a Flacco one more time. They need the win. Yeah, and I think more it, than it really comes down to who they think will give them the win. Uh, I think they want to teach Zach Wilson a lesson, but if it's at the detriment of winning, then they've got a problem. That's such a weird deal, man, because what, like we said for Jacksonville, right? The, the goal of this season was to know if Trevor Lawrence was the guy. The Jets were kind of in the same boat. I think the Jets got off to such a hot start and they'd won so many games. Then it all of a sudden became a focus of we can make the playoffs. And all of a sudden, this is a team that maybe can compete because they got some talented defensive players, although a little grabby at times. No problem with that. Uh, they got a good running game. They got a really talented wide receiver in Wilson. So I think the Jets' goals shifted this year from we need to know if Zach Wilson is the guy to maybe we should try to make the playoffs. And unfortunately, I don't think you can do both. I'm wondering if you can do both. Well, I, I, I think that if you are the Jets, you have to just grab this thing by the... Oh my you gosh. know, by the horn. Um, you know, Sauce Gardner had a great tweet yesterday talking about the fools calling him grabby and stuff and showed some clips. I would go look at that. Oh, yeah. Comrade Edwards. Um, <laughs> Wait, why is the Comrade Edwards? That's, that's just. I think that uh, for me, if I'm the Jets, I go with whoever I think gives me the best opportunity to win right now. And if they believe Flacco's that guy, fine. If you're eliminated from the playoffs, then you put Zach Wilson back out there in front of the game or two and see what you got. All right, next story. Four. We'll do one more quarterback here before we get to a couple wide receiver notes. This one, the Atlanta Falcons are turning to Desmond Ritter. Yeah, news was coming. Uh, Mariota's got a knee injury. Uh, they went outside Logan Woodside to be the backup for the remainder of the season. They're going to IR Mariota if they haven't already yet. I don't know if that's today or if it's coming. It's procedural. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you this. There's, It's a real split opinion on Desmond Ritter. Um, the fan base is clamoring for him because, of course, yeah. with the coaching staff not entirely convinced uh, that he's the guy. Um, so just one of those things to kind of keep your eye on. He can run, but slow eyes to read mm-hmm. the field. Which and, is what we knew coming out of college. Right, and so medial glom all over the highlight reel runs and avoid the fact that the dude can't throw yet where he needs to. Sounds familiar. If, if he had, he would be out there playing because Mariota wasn't good. Um, so, you know, I, I think that it just just temper your expectations and kind of, you know, if he plays well, good for him. But temper your expectations. I, I don't. I think there's a fan base there that's overestimating what they've got. I can understand the, the draw. And if nothing else for the Falcons, just to see if what they have in him, because they're going to have to make some decisions here in the offseason of mm-hmm. whether they're going to go another quarterback um, or not. Uh, but it's the unknown, right? I mean, it's the mystery box. You don't know what you have in him. But I think there's an important lesson here that for, for fan bases, Regardless of the team, these coaching staffs get a very good look at these young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They know a lot about them. They know what they're capable of. They know what they're not capable of. So for all the people out there that, that tend to, I, I don't understand why this coaching staff hates this guy or doesn't why want to play this play guy. Chad Kelly? It's like, <laughs> listen, I'm just trying to tell you all that they have seen them in practice. It, it was just like, what was that with Minnesota Vikings and, and Mike Zimmer? And Kellen Mond, or Kellen Mond. Mond yeah. And he yeah. was terrible. I, I saw him in practice up there. Right. He was but, terrible. But everybody was like, why aren't you playing him? He's like, yeah, I've seen enough of him. Yeah, I've seen him in practice. That's why we're not playing him. That's, you know, apropos of nothing, Desmond Ritter, 19 on the Wonderlick. Oh, really? Just so you know. Yikes. All right. Next story. Five. The Dallas Cowboys have signed T.Y. Hilton. Okay. No relation to Kendall Hilton. 
<laughs> it's an inside the press box joke from yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. People mispronouncing Kendall. Hinton. I'm sure. I'm sure that whoever, whatever media member that you had that with is probably chuckling right now. Like, Ooh, oh, that's good. Yeah, they're probably not listening because they're from Kansas City. But Kendall Hilton, ah, there was you a go. Uh, yeah, was was a was a pop popular amongst the Kansas City media. Obviously, brother of Paris and Nikki. Okay, this just no, that's not a thing. And don't don't say that during the six pack because people think that you really are serious about right. that. They're like, oh, Ben Albright reporting. No, that's not a thing. Okay. So, Noel Odell Beckham. What do you make of this signing, and, and what does this mean for Odell Beckham? Uh, the, his knee issue was a lot worse than people thought. He was barely going to contribute this year, and if somebody's going to sign him, uh, they're going to need to be 100% assured of that, and they're they're not right now. They're, they're not assured of that. So, um, you know, I, I would suggest that... Uh, no, people pump the brakes on that. I think Buffalo is probably the direction that's going to go. I, I've, I've always kind of leaned in that direction, even as it's careened around to different uh, different things. You might see Kansas City get involved there, but I do think it's going to be Buffalo. We'll see. Okay, so Cowboys are out? I'm not sure that they're, they're out for this year, sure. Yes. Um, out overall, if it, this is something that drags into the offseason, then they might get back in. What did you make of them releasing the medicals? Uh, I don't know if they released them so much as the medicals leaked out after their... You know what I mean. And it talks... Yeah, I know. And we, we all know that it's a leaky ship. down. You know the people I talked to down there. It's a leaky ship down there in Dallas. So, um, you know, it, 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 I'm not surprised is what I'll say. No, uh, I'm not surprised necessarily either. I I, I, I look at this game... Uh, I look at this, uh, this signing as one of those like... I don't know if they really needed him, but for whatever reason, they felt... They felt, though, that they, they weren't a complete team, which is surprising because... I've loved, I've loved their their group of wide receivers: Michael Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, Noah Brown. That mm-hmm. uh, they they're about as healthy as they could be right now. So for whatever reason, the, the Cowboys still feel like they need something. All right, last one. Six. All right, Debo Samuel has an MCL and an ankle sprain, but the expectation is he's back for the regular season. You agree? I don't think for the regular season, but I do think the playoffs. I think it's optimistic. Um, I think they want him to test it out, in, you know, in the final week or whatever. Maybe get him a couple snaps, but I, I would not count on him contributing until you get to the playoffs. Okay, Debo is, is such a talent, and and I'm I'm happy to see that he's still such a big fixture in that offense. They're they're a remarkable team, man, because they are one of the few teams. After watching Brock Purdy perform the way he did and Jimmy Garoppolo at times this year, mm-hmm. they're one of the few teams that is making it work with whatever quarterback you put back there. It, it, it's very rare in this modern NFL to do that. Yeah, it, it is. And I, one of the things I find interesting is that the Niners keep having injuries from guys playing out of position. You know, Debo's a receiver. He, they, they do that running back thing with him or whatever. But, uh, you know, he, he's back there, but that's when they get hurt. So I think that's I think that's something to kind of keep your eye on. Maybe Kyle Shanahan gets a little less Maybe a little less aggressive with doing things like that. All right, there you go. That is the NFL Six Packs. We take a tour around the NFL. We'll post it up at broncoscountrytonight.com. The Kyler Murray injury is, I mean, for, for the debates, and we talked about this just a moment ago, but for the debates about whether or not to play Russell Wilson, now that that could give me a little bit of pause, but I, I, I think you have to approach the NFL in general as, as though you, you just you just play the game. There, there's, very, there's very little you can do about these kinds of things. He pops the ACL now. He pops it next year or he doesn't at all you can't play to avoid injury because at the end of the day the the nature of 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 these things is so random you know the angle of of somebody taking a dive at something while you take a step forward you you cannot control that so i think you have to play uh with a sense of of personal confidence and and not one where you're trying to avoid injury in that sense you want to be as safe as possible and not get hurt but you can't play to avoid the injury because it's it's just going to happen so your expectation though is that 
Russ is probably not cleared from concussion protocol as soon as this week. My expectation is we will get Colt McCoy versus Brett Rippon this week. Okay. Uh, Russ will push everything he has to be out there in the field, and I think he'll miss this game and, and be back uh, in time Rams. for Christmas with yeah. the Rams. And then you play the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. Yeah, and Russ, out. Russ would be back for those three games. Which is my current expect. Now, if it takes longer in the concussion protocol, that's different. But right now, that is my expectation. Well, we said that even even last week, right? I mean, we were getting into that debate with with Alfred about whether or not they should bench Russell Wilson already, and he was saying that he would. He would said that he was like, we already know who our quarterback is. We why why do we want to mess with that? And of course, you and I pushing back against that saying no this offense needs some confidence they need they need to find some kind of footing yeah and and so and i i firmly stand by that but but again the way to do it is to say he's not medically cleared is to say that it's not an option and that that's how you find a way around that because i don't think it'll it'll sell very well in that locker room if you just straight out bench him yeah and and who's more motivated to win football games down the stretch than russell wilson who's more motivated because if the Broncos keep losing, then they're handing the Seahawks a top one or two pick in the NFL draft. And Russ is definitely going to be motivated. Nobody's going to be motivated to stick it to the Seahawks more than Russell Wilson. All right. Happy birthday, Ben. Thanks, sir. Broncos country tonight. Ryan Edwards, Benjamin Albright on KOA. As the great Cube, the ice once said, if comrades is the lick, west side is the click. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.